It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week five of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so it's time to make our picks today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys, me and dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league. I'm the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Locked NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use our code locked on NFL. That'll get you a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, I have good news and bad news. Which would you like first? Bad news. The bad news is locked on NFL scouting gets the spread. Had a bad week last week with our picks. Six and 10 well, against the spread. After what, 12 and four? They went 12 and four the week prior. Uh, the, the, the silver lining there is through four weeks. It is still 33 and 31 in all the games that have been played. So we still have a winning record against Megan Mike. The even better news is Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs continued their consecutive week stretch of at least both of us correctly getting 10 out of the 16 picks each and every week. Joe went 11 and 5, and I went 10 and 6 last week with just straight up pick them, which is what we're here to do for week five and a new slate of games. Still upset about not picking Houston to beat Pittsburgh, but we should have known. But you know what? If we put those two teams in a matchup with Houston playing at home after doing the roster update that we just did to all of our metrics, we don't know. We picked Houston to cover the spread. So we're optimistic that as the sample size grows and we make these adjustments, will help us better paint the picture of what the predictive results are going to be on Sundays. And that is the science experiment that we're currently undergoing all season long. Tomorrow on the podcast is Takes on Takes. So fill up the YouTube comments with your takes so we can. Dive into all the good stuff tomorrow. Again, takes on takes tomorrow. Drop a comment with your take. We'll get to the best stuff tomorrow on the show. So we have a London game. So we have a nine o'clock game, which makes up in part for having a terrible four o'clock slate in week five, which is the new death in taxes. Uh, There are no good four o'clock games. Feels like the new rule. We have a Thursday night game tonight, which is going to be something. Justin Fields, Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus, that defense in prime time on the road against the Commanders. Let's start there. I like Washington. I mean, what they're coming this game two and two. Um, played two Philly tough, man, right? I mean, they probably should have went for two there at the end of the game, took them to overtime. 
Um, I, I like Washington at home. I think they've shown a lot more punch this year than Chicago ever has. Yeah, obviously Chicago getting out to a, what was it, 28-7 to seven lead last week against Denver and blows <laughs> blows that. Um, just have a hard time seeing Chicago stemming the bleeding. Like Washington's on a two-game skid. They got walloped by Buffalo in week three, but at least they right the ship and play a very competitive game against Philadelphia, who's another very, very talented team. And there's some familiarity there, like divisional games. So you you would almost expect that to be an extra layer that could potentially mm-hmm. work in Washington's favor when they beat Philly last year right. in a head-to-head matchup. So um, I have my concerns about Washington's offensive line, but not when blocking Chicago's defensive line. And I have very large concerns about Chicago's offensive line and their ability to block Washington's defensive line. So if I was just going to boil it down to, I think Washington owns the trenches on both sides of the ball. I think they're better coached. That in itself is enough for me to say, I am also going to pick the commanders to take command on Thursday night football at home. Although it is worth acknowledging that the updated roster rankings has the Commanders only favored by four and a half versus the current FanDuel line at six. So NFL scouting against the spread is picking the Bears to cover six points tonight. Surely this will not end in heartbreak. Yeah, I have a I have a friend who's a Commanders fan, and he's very nervous about the game. I think there's something about mobile quarterbacks that he's like, I don't know, man. I don't think we're going to be able to hang. So. We'll see. They're at home on a short week. You're the better. Usually, team. usually that bodes well. That's right. the better team. What you perceive to be the better team. Right. Right. I, we were told Chicago was a 10 win team in preseason, but I digress. Now, that comment will never not come up when we talk about the Bears this season. When you get when you create your own weird realities and they don't make any sense, there's a price to pay. Stop. Stop. Be nice. Uh the Thursday or the 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 London game. Jacksonville stayed out there mm-hmm. and they play the Buffalo Bills who are favored according to FanDuel by five and a half points. Really interesting game because Buffalo obviously large statement game last week. They rebounded nicely from the week one loss against the Jets that they effectively just handed the game over. And they're playing a team in Jacksonville that we, along with a lot of people expected based off the way their season ended last year, that they were going to roll momentum through and, have a lot of success and they've played some divisional games and hasn't really happened yet. Now there's it always gets weird when you go overseas and there's this weird dynamic of is Jacksonville at an advantage or disadvantage that they stayed out there for the entire, like you, you don't know how the team's going to respond to that until you get out on the field. Right. But like there, there's a lot of layers here that I think makes it complicating because I think Jacksonville's underperformed. I think Buffalo is very rapidly righted the ship, but, there's the potential of, I would say, a letdown game by any means, but you have the emotional highs of a season and you drop 48 on a divisional rival who had all of the media talking about them coming into the game last week. And then Jacksonville staying out there. So I just think there's the answer is very easy for me from a talent perspective and a coaching perspective, but I think it's a complicating variable, the fact that it's it's in London at nine o'clock. Yeah, I have no idea how to factor it in, so I'm not going to. I think that's going to be my perspective there. Like, I don't know how that's going to matter, so I, I'm not going to weigh it in. I've watched uh, Jacksonville's season uh, this week, and 
very average on What's offense. It's like having defense. time to do that right now. You know, Kyle, I sorry. Sorry about that. I was I was great for the first three weeks to do that. You, you had a pretty interesting variable dumped in, in your lap here in the middle of week four. Um, yeah, it's a small. They're, small they're just not game. playing good situational football. You know, that's the thing with Jacksonville. They're third down, bottom of the league. They're red zone, bottom of the league. Um, dropping Calvin Ridley's dropping key passes. Tank Bigsby with some key fumbles. Um, but I feel like from just like a dynamic player's perspective, like they got some guys, man. Like obviously mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, what he can do, and some secondary players. Cisco's playing well. Um, I don't think they're getting any pass rush outside of Josh Allen, though. I'd say that's kind of an issue. We'll see what happens. Get Cam Robinson back at left tackle this week. Walker a little to left guard, and that's going to be big because that means Ben Barch is no longer their starting left guard, and he that, struggled. That's I can confirm that's a big win. Yeah, it's a big win. That <laughs> should help Jackson Fortner at center, who's had some ups ups and downs in the second right. season as well. Um, I think the Bills are Bills are certainly the hotter team. Um, they're the also Falcons the better were, team. They're, they're the, the better, better team, team too. too. Falcons were so rough on offense. I mean, I mean Ritter Ritter's bad, bro. Like bad, bad. Like just. Threw picks on consecutive plays. Try to throw another one. Just they should have walloped them more than more than they did. I like the Bills right. here, and because they, they they got that score boosted by pick six too. Yeah, exactly. Like they, you scored twenty three, and you got a pick six to get to twenty three. Jacksonville, they're just not sustaining drives. They're not finishing drives. It, it, that's going to change at some point, right? We've seen them get well, hot, right? And case in point, we saw what happened last week. Buffalo's not the team to do that with. Because right. they're, yeah. they're, they're like an anaconda. They will, as you give them your own errors, they will suffocate you with it. To Jacksonville's they, credit, they have three, three takeaway games this year. So they had three in week one and two, zero in week three, and three more against Atlanta. Like they're okay. taking away the So football. it's just a question of if Buffalo's superhero quarterback is going to decide to have that game or not. Because he can seemingly decide to not have it whenever he wants. You never know. And, and you're you you're not know. wrong about that. It's when, when, it, when does Josh show up and decide he wants to put on a show? When he makes that decision, it's bad. If he just goes out there and just executes the game plan, it's going to be pretty good. I'm picking the Bills. I, I am as well. NFL scouting has the Bills favored by six and a half as compared to the live line on FanDuel at five and a half. So we're all in lockstep on this one. All right, bunch more to get to here, but first need to tell you about prize picks. You got to check it out. It is the funnest, easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. The format is awesome. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including the pros, including the Sharks, just you versus numbers. All you do is select two or more players. You pick more or less in their projected stats. You place your entry. That's it. Doesn't take long. You can make an entry in under a minute. And when you win, the withdrawals are super, super quick. Love watching football. Love it even more. When I have a prize picks entry going into a game, it just makes it that much more exciting. So check it out. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL. That'll get you a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. Hey, Joe, you'll never guess what I had a few of overnight last night. Um, Diaper changes. Oh, yeah, I had those too, but that's not what I was going to say. You had cough drops. Yeah. Yeah, we had a we had a conversation about cough drops. Welcome to the club, my guy. Yeah, man, I had about six last night. <laughs> Eventually, your tongue's gonna get numb. You got a few more days. So, there it is. There it is. Uh, so you gave it to me. Uh, too much close contact from Charlotte to Philadelphia area. It's through these the microphones, microphones, right? Through the microphone. Yep. Um, you ever fall asleep with one? No. Or is that like frowned, frowned upon? Like, so are, are you're a side sleeper, right? I think you think I think I'm all if you're a place, side yeah. sleeper, I just try to make it. I always sleep on my right side is where it ends up. So I know physiologically speaking, if I tuck it in my right mm. cheek, it's going to have to go against gravity to go up through my teeth to get into anywhere that's harmful. So I tuck it on my right cheek down on the pillow when I sleep. And it helped a lot because when I have them, so, when I'm awake, I just sit there and chew them. I'll pop. Do you like really? You're one eight. of those. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I hate that for you. I'm a monster, I know. Yeah. Um, well, I'm on day 18, so um, I wish you well. Wish you a speedy recovery. We did the sir. pediatrician yesterday because my my daughter has the cough too, and they said it's it, like it's uh, some flu thing that gives you upper respiratory infection. So I have a feeling everybody that you know that has this two week cough just has an upper respiratory infection right now. Do I, do I have to get medicine? What do I? I mean, now you no, got me nervous. I, I, you probably your window to to take it and have it expedite your healing is probably coming on at this point. But hopefully, I was listening to Thanksgiving. I was listening to uh, Sirius XM in the car and, and had uh, NBC Sports Radio on with Pro Football Talk, and Chris Sims had just outrageous coughing bursts. <laughs> the problem is you can't make me laugh. That's if you get me laughing, I'm done. It's I'm over. Okay. When I well, this show, I can drink water, but solo shows, I'm dying. Let's time. talk about how good of an idea it was for our next home team to trade for JC Jackson. Well, I, I think the, the answer Patriots here is real simple. Jason. As a divi- fan of a division rival with Stefan Diggs, and I'm surely you with uh, Hill and Waddle, you are elated to see Mr. JC Jackson back in the division. I can't wait. I'm pumped we get to play him again. Sitting here shoving guys in the back, playing man coverage on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek goes for 220 in week one. That's right. You've already played J.C. Jackson and the Patriots. Yeah. So we'll get them both on the second bundle at home this time. He was was so bad in week one. And then he had the audacity to come out when he got benched. He's like, I really don't know what you'd expect. I don't understand. I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, I think we do. Anyway, New Orleans is coming into New England. And favored by a point. This is the hardest game to pick this week, in my opinion. Yeah, because what the heck are we doing with New England with all the injuries that they have? Gonzalez, Judon, the offensive line's been banged up continuously. If you were to say, who are the dynamic players? They don't have the dynamic players. It's Judon and Gonzalez. Have you seen Ramondre Stevenson's per-touch efficiencies this year? Not good. It's like two and a half yards a carry. Peyton Barber line could have a lot of company this year. No, he's not going to get that volume with Zeke. I want to pick the Saints, but I don't trust their offense. And they're no, on the road. Especially against Belichick. But does he have the horses on defense? 
The play, the team with the more dynamic players is the Saints. Correct. On both sides of the ball. I'm, I'm picking the, team the, with the better the, 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 the team with the better coaching is New England, and they're at home. I know. I, I'm still picking the Saints. I'm picking the, I'm picking the Pats. I'm picking the Pats. Oh! Oh! I am That's going things. to stay in lockstep with NFL scouting against the spread because they have the Patriots should be favored by two points in this game. Okay. It's the if we were doing confidence points, it's the lowest possible confidence points you could possibly have. Love being different. I feel on that horrible one. about the game. Yeah, do not put any money on this game. You're you're two games up on me too, right? So like I am, I am. So I, I still feel like I have a little wiggle room to to have some fun and and go off the grid for once if I if I feel compelled to. But I get it down to one, and I might just play defense the rest of the month, the season. So we'll see how long the the early stretch helps me. Uh, the Titans favored by two and a half points, according to friends over FanDuel, visiting the Indianapolis Colts, an AFC South clash that has divisional ramifications. Colts got to feel weird about being the underdog in this game, right? A home dog with how they've performed for the vast majority like, of the season. Right. And Tennessee certainly come off the very convincing win over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the Colts at home. Joe Marino. By right the way, now, Jonathan Taylor returned. To, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's not factored in the the ratings here for our rosters, but he was a full participant on Wednesday in practice. Gotta feel like he's good to go. So if he comes back, we've seen Zach Moss has been putting up crazy good numbers, averaging like yeah. eighty five yards a game, rushing the ball. Taylor comes back into that. Turns out all those Colts fans were right this whole time. We're just going to put a Band-Aid over the, the whole situation and win a few more games than everybody expected, and everything's honky-dory, you know? I think being 2-2 two and two helps them in that whole well, conversation. I think the way that, not to go down the rabbit hole, but I, I think the way that Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley's seasons have played out yeah, is dude. probably pretty incentivizing for Jonathan Taylor to get out there and play and play well. Really good point. Really good point. So... Uh, I'm also pretty smart for taking the pay cut. Right. Right. Uh, So we are clean sweep across the board. Everybody's picking the Colts, including NFL scouting against the spread, which has this line at Colts minus four at home. So pretty close on neutral site, but with the, the home field advantage, Colts minus four. Speaking of minus four, the Baltimore Ravens visiting Pittsburgh. And Baltimore is favored, according to our friends over FanDuel, by four points in this game. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I can't. I do. Wallop by the Texans. Just no life to it, too, right? None. Punchless team. And and Coach McDonald, the DC there in Baltimore, is doing an awesome job with his group. They've 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 had some injuries too. In spite of that, they've been a very very active group. And I think about that. And the opportunistic ability and the speed of the linebackers. That Najee Harris going to get the edge? Never. On Roquan Smith a, and Patrick not Queen? Not a single time. Not a nope. single time. He ain't getting that turner. He ain't getting that corner. He ain't even going to get his pads north if he runs outside. <laughs> I'll get to him real quick. Um, so Baltimore, even in the midst of the questions of the wide receivers, I still like Baltimore as well just because the Pittsburgh corners are – 
I think their athleticism, their lack of athleticism really shows. Yeah. NFL scouting against the spread has this line uh, comfortably larger than four, I would say, picking Baltimore. So we're all lockstep there. Uh, we have three more one o'clock games. I think we can probably two, get through them pretty quick. Two of them should be pretty easy. This next yeah. one's pretty meaty, though. All right. Houston at Atlanta. Atlanta was one of the teams when we first did the roster study uh, over the course of the summer. We looked at and we're like, it might be a little low. Well, Desmond Ritter's come out and played the way that Desmond Ritter has. And I feel like we, we did the update and they are more highly graded, but it's marginally. And I still think they have some big time questions. And Houston's really vibing right now. Uh, they are able to move the ball very well. Uh, I think the only game script that works for Atlanta at home is if you get an early lead. I think Houston has shown the ability to throw the ball, move the ball, and uh, be more multifaceted on offense. I'm picking the Texans to win this game. I want to give a little bit of love to Atlanta's offseason. Now, they made a massive miscalculation with Des- Des- Desmond at quarterback. But Jesse Bates, David Anyameta, and Calais yep. Campbell have been friggin' studs for that defense, man. Yep. Really enjoyed watching those guys um, play against Jacksonville in the game I just watched. Um, and I think the interesting contrast here is you have an Atlanta team that's coming off of a loss, coming back home, right, from London. And then you also have Houston that's coming off of a big win, right? You can kind of tell they're feeling themselves a little bit. How do you handle success, right? I think that's mm. always a always a good question for young teams that you kind of don't expect it. So that dynamic really, really makes me nervous. That said, give me the Texans. All that to say I'm still yeah, the, when you look for the paths to win the game, there's more paths that make sense to me for Houston than there is for Atlanta. Right. But there's intangible elements that make it challenging. Now, we have two teams favored by double-digit points. Uh, the Dolphins are hosting the Giants, by, and they're favored by 10.5. And, and then the Lions are hosting the Panthers, and they're favored by 10. Dolphins Alliance. I would be very surprised to see either of these teams not cover. Detroit flying around, super physical on defense right now. Really good run defense. And if you're going to force Bryce Young to have to beat you, I don't like the way that that looks. I don't really trust the, the Panthers' ability to protect him against Detroit. And then I just don't think they have the horses on the back end uh, to compete with Detroit, who, by the way, gets Jamison Williams back a little earlier than expected. Uh, Austin Corbett practicing. I don't know if he's going to play or not, but that's a okay. nice addition to Carolina because, I mean, that would be Jerry Zavala has been a disaster. But still. And then Miami, um, the, the Giants, 11 sacks on Monday Night Football against Seattle. Miami can still score in bunches. Uh, the Giants are allowed, averaging 11.5 points per game through four games. Miami's going to put up a lot be, of points. Miami's going to be pretty motivated to play well after last week. Yeah, those boys are coming down to South Florida as well. Miami big. So Miami and Detroit, we are both picking and pick them. And NFL scouting against the spread also is having both of these teams cover. Uh, Detroit, we have at 13 and a half in Miami. We have at 17. So that's so the folks. Maybe, maybe you're enjoying these picks. You're hearing these spreads. Well, all these spreads come courtesy of our friends over at FanDuel. So check it out. 
It's America's number one sports book, and they got a great deal for you. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a ton of different things that you can bet on. They have spreads, which we're talking about today. So if you hear us talking about some of these spreads and you feel really good about it, go place that $5 bet. They've also got player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you know what you should do, you know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and then if you need to switch therapists at any time, you can do so for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today and you will get a deal. We've got the, our promo code BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn. I'll get you 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. Okay, so we already teased this. But the four o'clock slate, unless you're a fan of one of the eight teams that's playing, I'm not too optimistic. I'll just put it that way for what the four o'clock slate's going to look like on Sunday. We have Eagles at Rams, Bengals at Cardinals, Jets at Broncos, and Chiefs at Vikings. Four games. Let's start with Bengals Cardinals, Joe. Uh, I certainly think we certainly feel pretty black and white. Cincinnati, with the desperation that they're coming into this game with and the talent discrepancy, should win the game. Mm-hmm. But they also, we would have thought, would have felt that desperation last week and lost by 24 points to the Tennessee Titans. They should beat Arizona. I'm sure Arizona's happy to be at home. They're a punchy team. They're a scrappy team. But I just feel like this is one Cincinnati should be able to handle. Like I'm going to pick Cincy reluctantly it's got to get on track at some point okay so here's here's the school of thought i'll pick cincinnati as well but if they prove me wrong and lose again i'm probably not gonna be mad about it this team with playoff aspirations that i root for cincinnati should win the game they're much more talented but I do think this is probably the biggest discrepancy between wh- how we've graded the rosters and we updated it this week and what the actual spread is. Cincinnati's only favored by three points. Our roster rankings say Cincinnati should cakewalk that. But it's an East Coast team going West to play a scrappy underdog team. I think the thing that helps Cincinnati is they are coming in at one and three. You got to be desperate. Joe Burrow called it a must-win game. He was asked, give me one and four, and his answer was, "Is this a must-win game?" Yes, that was it. That was the quote. Yes, no hit, no T Higgins, right? Potentially, kind of tease that he might be back sooner than anticipated, but I would expect he probably doesn't play. But shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. Bengals, we're going with it. The LA Rams hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles favored, according to FanDuel, by four and a half points on the road. Speaking of punchy underdogs, 
Rams got a little fight to them. They do. Very fun team. Cooper Cup designated to return. They're getting some reinforcements. I just don't think they can block Philly. Yeah, that's the huge concern here. We saw that show up quite a bit this year, just the Rams offensive line having some issues, and the Eagles aren't the right opponent to uh, be next up, if if you will. So I think the Rams will be competitive, but I think at the end of the day, this Eagles offensive line is going to take over at some point. And obviously there's plenty of explosive ability in that Eagles passing offense once they get that run game going. So I like the Eagles, but I certainly respect the Rams. This this is probably going to have a little bit of a feel to what the San Francisco Rams game did in week two, I think it was, where San Francisco won by a touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. But as the game unfolds, it's like, man, the Rams are really going blow for blow here a little bit. They're going to keep it close. I also think Philadelphia is going to win the game, although you do acknowledge they have not won easy right? aside of the Tampa game. Right. They played four games, and three of them have been – tooth and nail experiences, including Washington. I don't know why you don't go for two. I think the offense was tired. Ron Rivera said it. The, wa- the offense was tired. Yeah. Okay. Marcus Freeman. Couldn't afford Bad. a penalty at the one yard line. So we didn't run an 11th defender out there with a game on the line at home against Ohio state. Okay. The offense was tired. Wouldn't that mean their defense Great. is tired? Yeah. Gross. Anytime you can try to win the game on one play as compared to sending it to extra overtime and regulation so that you can do more than one play instead of just asking your guys to dig down deep for one play and execute. They're tired. I would probably not want to go to overtime. I'm just saying. I know about old Ron, man. Old Riverboat Ron, not so much, huh? Riverboat Ron. I've got the Eagles winning the game and covering. We have them covering the four-and-a-half-point spread. Uh NFL scouting as the spread has them favored by about a touchdown versus four and a half. Jess Broncos, this game lost a little bit of luster from what it was supposed to be when Sean Payton decided to cast all the shade at uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Aaron Rodgers goes down. The Broncos lay an egg to start the season. Broncos at home favored by a point and a half. Really fascinating to know where Joe Marino is going with this game. I feel like this is the type of game where you just pick the home team. Like, that's my thought process. Like, I don't feel great about the Jets' offense. I don't feel great about Denver's defense. If there's anything that I look at and feel like there's an advantage, I think Russell Wilson's playing a lot better. I think that matters a ton, mm-hmm. and he's at home. And, I, I mean, it's a Jets team that – this is not – it's not who you thought they were going to be this year. Um, I don't expect a ton of points here. I mean, but – I'll go with the better quarterback at home. Which team can run the ball better? Might be. It might be. I mean, that's that's a great X factor because that's probably the Jets. Who's got the better defense? The Jets. You doing it? You gonna I ride with the it. Jets and I'm Patriots th- this I'm week? I'm picking the Jets. All right, I'm good with that. And if I'm wrong, I won't be mad about the Jets falling the one and four to start the season. But and. Denver's Denver's defense the last two weeks has given up 98 points. Seems like Zach seven, Wilson's a perfect that, Sure, but Justin Fields couldn't pass his way out of a paper bag in the first month of the season. And he starts the game 18-18. 
It's got to get better at some point. It does have to get better at some point. I don't know that it's this week. We're cutting Randy Gregory because we want to focus on young players. And we got a bunch of guys that are hurt. I'm big of the Jets. All right. Going Denver. Tell everyone, while I lean out of the frame here and cough, tell everybody what your initial thoughts are on Chiefs and Vikings. All right. So the Chiefs and don't make me laugh, man. You can't make me laugh. I'm going to start coughing. We're going to be in trouble. Uh, Chiefs on the road. Playing the Minnesota Vikings, the Chiefs are favored by four points in this game. Um, we know that Brian Flores is going to blitz, and that's not a good recipe against Patrick Mahomes. Um, especially when you don't have any corners. Especially when you don't have any corners. Good thing the Chiefs don't have any receivers. I don't think it matters, though. Um, I have a hard time identifying the, get- the game script for Minnesota to win the game. Is this the get-right game for Travis Kelsey? Probably. I mean, I I know, I know the injury that he had. I had the same thing. It takes a, it's, I mean, he's, yeah, I had a deep bone bruise in my knee as well. Like it took me about four weeks. Well, I, this I is week five. So that, that would suggest this is the case. This is the right, get, He's got a lot more right access game. to treatment than I did. So I sat in the recliner. Don't Travis Kelsey that, playing in three games thus far this season with 155. Receiving yards, 9.1 yards per catch is the lowest in his career, thus by three yards. And uh, 51 yards per game is also the lowest he's posted. Do we know if Taylor Swift will be there yet? Um, Not sure. She's not going to Minnesota? I'm very proud of us that that, it took us 33 minutes to make our first reference to the pop icon. Yeah. That's galvanizing the nation right now. Chiefs. And not close. Very surprised that the spread is only four points. I know Minnesota can move the ball a little bit, but. Go to go to FanDuel, place your $5 bet. I mean, they didn't cover uh, five but, against the Jets, right? At least they had a defense. We'll see. NFL scouting gets the spread, has this Chiefs minus eight. So we think this is comfortable cover for Kansas City. Uh, the Cowboys at San Francisco. This is Sunday Night Football. This is a big one this week, right? It's probably the one that everyone has their attention on. Yeah. I, I like the Niners at home, Kyle. I feel like they're the more complete team. Um, but Dallas still has those issues stopping the run. And my God, the Christian McCaffrey in this 49ers rushing offense. Um, I just trust them more. I really do. I trust what they can do at home to win this game. I, I, they're favored by three and a half. That makes sense to me. I think Dallas is still the team that has more to prove, right? 49ers go out there and handle their business every week. The Cowboys fell to Arizona. And, you know, like there's going to come a point in time potentially this year where we forget about that, but it's not right now. Niners. So, no, Dallas is averaging 31 points per game, but they've scored four touchdowns on special teams and defense. Very concerned about the consistent ability to move the ball against San Francisco. When you consider, oh, from a running game perspective, They've had success. Um, The offensive line's been a little banged up. You're going against the 49ers defense of all teams who have speed at linebacker and speed at safety and get guys that are involved down near the line of scrimmage. I just think it's a bad mix. And I'm also picking San Francisco to win probably a 21-17-24-20 type of ball game. I think San Francisco win. Uh, NFL scouting against the spread has San Francisco covering the three and a half points at home. 
which brings us to our last game. Uh, the Green Bay Packers visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. The Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Bucks are on a bye. Uh, the Packers, according to FanDuel, are favored by one point against the Raiders. I am under no circumstances picking the Raiders to win a football game. Yeah, right. I'm not either. I'm not either. They're and just... I mean, what's, what's the best thing they have? Devontae Adams? Packers got Jair Alexander, man. Know each other quite well. Yep. And it's in, I know he's been playing in this up, game. But, I think he's been banged up, but... Jimmy? Yeah. I would assume so, but I also don't think it matters. Yeah, I like the Packers. Just Vegas hasn't clicked in any capacity, and there's a lot of negativity with with what they're doing right now. So we're in lockstep there. NFL Sky against the spread has the Packers covering the one point on the road. Uh, our spread is five, so another comfortable spread. So lots of good action if you trust the process that we have. If you trusted it last week, you probably didn't enjoy yourself. But if you trusted the week prior, NFL Sky against the spread went 12-4. and four. So that is our preview for week five of the 2023 NFL season. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL Scouting. We appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day, and we will be back tomorrow for Takes on Takes. So leave your hot takes in the YouTube comments section so we can reply to them on tomorrow's show. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.